Sport on RTE Radio 1. And it's good morning again to Darren. Good morning, Audrey. Well, Chelsea booked a place in the last eight of the Champions League last night. 2-0 win over Borussia Dortmund. They go through 2-1 on aggregate. Raheem Sterling, Kai Havertz with the goals. And it's a huge win for Chelsea and their manager, Graham Potter, whose position at the club, as we know at this stage, had become very uncertain due to recent form and, all importantly, the results as well. Well, Lisa Fallon, the FIFA High Performance Department joins me now. FIFA also, uh, Lisa also, uh, a regular on Ortiz coverage of the football. Lisa, did they turn a corner last night? I know it's only one game. Well, do you know what? I think it was a really important win for them, um, especially off the back of the the game against Leeds at the weekend. You know, they've there's been such a spotlight on them, and it's been so difficult for Graham Potter to manage the volume of players that they've had in. And you know, there's been a lack of consistency in terms of team selection, in terms of performances, in terms of the formations and the structures that the teams the team have played in. They've played three at the back, they've played four at the back. So it's been really the last two games is probably the first time we've seen a little bit of consistency in terms of the team selection, the way he's played. Um, and look, in the first half, I think anyone who watched could have seen that confidence was low, particularly in the likes of Raheem Sterling. But, you know, when he got that chance for the goal just before half time. He, at the second time of asking, he scored. And I think it was a really big win for them. And then even psychologically, I mean, Darren, it's crazy when you think about it. They haven't scored more than one goal since the 27th of December in any match. And last night was the first time that they've done that. So I think for lots of reasons, um, football reasons, that will be a, a huge result and will give them confidence going forward because obviously Dortmund are a really good side. Um, and uh, yeah, I think it, I think it'll stand to them massively going forward. Well, will Dortmund feel hard done by over the Kai Havertz penalty? There was obviously some speculation about whether, well, they're debating whether it should have been a penalty in the first place. And then he got a second chance when he hit the post with his first effort. Yeah, look, I think sometimes you need a little bit of luck and Chelsea certainly got that last night. But if you go to the letter of the law, the, it was a, it would be given as a penalty. Once you see the replay, it's clearly touched his arm and his hand. And um, There's nothing, you know, players go, often go in with their hands behind their back. In that instance, his arm is out. Look, it, is there much he can do about it? Probably not. So, look, I think once you saw the replay, you knew it was going to be given as a penalty. In terms of the retake... Um, look, if you were the team that that was given against, you would feel really, really hard done by. But again, by the letter of the law, when the replay was shown, Havertz broke his run. He 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 made the run up, stopped, and then went again to try and put the keeper off or to try and send the keeper early. But when he did that, when he broke the run, obviously players ready at the edge of the box to go went and two of the Borussia Dortmund players and one Chelsea player were in the box. So um, the retake was ordered, which by the letter of the law is absolutely correct. But interestingly, the second time he took the penalty, he went exactly the same way. He broke his run probably more severely the second time, but nobody encroached um, the second time round. So it's not to say that, look, the first time is instinct, the second time you're conscious yeah. of what your responsibilities are. So, um, you know, it's uh, it's just one of those ones they needed a bit of luck they got it but by the letter of the law the referee were, was right what about tonight lisa we have two fascinating games tottenham a goal down to ac milan they're at home though in the second leg and then Bayern munich have a goal lead against psg they too at home yeah two cracking games and two fascinating games as you say um i think tottenham yesterday was really interesting to hear um son 
in the press conference talking about the impact of having Antonio Conte back in the group. He came back in with them yesterday and he was he was saying that, you know, even the energy around the team is different. He's obviously been away from the team and um, obviously the, the backroom staff have done, you know, a strong job, but it, there's nothing quite like having your manager around and I think the Conte factor will help them. Um, tonight it's a big game, obviously AC Milan leading 1-0, that Brahim Diaz goal from the first leg, but, you know, Tottenham really need to bounce back They've had a bad week uh, losing in the FA Cup to Sheffield uh, United and then obviously they lost to Wolves in the Premier League. So it's a big game for them. And, you know, the two big clubs, AC Milan, have such great stock in the Champions League. I think this one's really hard to call, actually. Mm. Um, you know, I, I just it depends on Tottenham's form. I think if Tottenham are on form and it looks like Son will start tonight. So if he does, um, you know, Tottenham might might win, it, especially with the home support. The other one, I think, is, is very difficult to call, Bayern and PSG. Bayern's such a good team. Um, obviously, they're 1-0 up. PSG never won the Champions League. Mbappe became the club's all-time top scorer on Sunday, his 201st goal. He's only 24. Um, Neymar's out, obviously, for the rest of the season. But interestingly, Bayern have won all seven of their Champions League games so far this season, and they've kept six clean sheets. If they do that tonight, they'll win. Um, but they have a lot of firepower too to try and um, alleviate. So I think it's going to be fascinating. Yeah. Two great games to watch. We're looking um, forward to them. Lisa. Before I go, time is against me, unfortunately, but just finally, in brief, and this is a really important story, a significant development and a significant name change last night. Could you just tell us about that very briefly, if you don't mind? Yeah, so I think um, it was a, it's a lovely story, actually. St. Kevin's um, Football Club, big establishment in Irish football um, changed their name from St. Kevin's Boys to St. Kevin's um, and announced that, you know, I think it was a unanimous decision across the administration of the club. Really, really lovely to see. And they're going to bring girls teams into the club as well, which is a brilliant development. And it just goes to show the the impact that of change that's happening across um, Irish football and the impact of, you know, Vera and the Irish girls soccer team you know, qualifying for the World Cup and, and I suppose that little bit of self-reflection across the, the football industry and it's great to see and fair play to them. Um, you know, it's, it's a significant step. Lisa Fallon, thank you very much. Before I go, just a bit of breaking news. I've just literally got a statement through here in the last few minutes as I was broadcasting. Clannagale Fontenoy, one of the Dublin clubs involved in that minor game being abandoned at the weekend, they've issued a statement this morning. An umpire had to be treated for injuries during that game, led to it being called off, the incident being investigated by the guards and also the Dublin CCCC. Well, Nafun Barra, the other club involved, have issued two separate statements in connection with the story and then Clannagale have moved this morning and they've confirmed they do not not agree with the other club's versions of events and they now focus on supporting the completion of the investigations.